Life. Uh, I've had you on real late many times before. You just bust down a crazy freestyle for real late. Mm-hmm. But my podcast people have not heard you before. And I, I wanted to introduce you to the one ep crowd. If you're if you're not familiar, um, you probably are. You've seen the name Rome Streets around. You heard the Kiss the Ring project, which is now what, a year old, huh? Yeah, yeah. Definitely a year and high like three weeks old. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Thank you. So this is actually this is perfect for one ep. Cause we just had a conversation like a couple weeks ago with, um, a cat who you're probably familiar with, um, from Virginia named Nicholas F. Yes. So Nick F He's was crazy to his bars and his crazy, you know, crazy. Me though. I just posted my, his freestyle yeah, yeah. today. He's just, he goes mm-hmm. and he came on the podcast a couple of weeks ago and the listeners loved it because I feel like I've told you, you probably remember this many times in our conversations. I've told you about how, like how many artists I know who were dope, but they never had like their moment that you had. Mm-hmm. Cause I was so happy for the moment you were having. Mm. And so I told you, I was like, I know so many dope cats. And, and Nick F is sort of like that in a sense, you know, like he, he was doing shit with Drake, like shit was happening. Mm. And he told a crazy story on the podcast <laughs> that kind of like blew my mind about like, you know, he was on a Drake record with, with malice and the fucking tape comes out. And when the song plays, he's waiting to hear his verse and the shit cuts off and his verse wasn't on it. Uh, and that's just like one moment of many that didn't bounce. You know, the ball didn't bounce for him the right way. Yeah, Bro yeah, ended yeah. up working every kind of job on planet earth. And now he's landed in a place where he has a full career. Plus he raps, you know, just to drop fire bars, do his shows puts out his music, does comic book art. Like he does mad mm. shit. He, my point is it worked out okay and he's doing good, but he didn't ever quite get to the spot that you just got to, which is such a blessing where like the timing was right. We live in a world where like, you know, this, this style of music kind of has a home, you know, and then mm-hmm. you particularly kind of landed in that home with, with gun. Um, but yeah, I just, it gives me an appreciation. So for people out there listening, this long intro is all to say Rome streets is a guy who's been out here hustling for, I mean, what year we've talked about this before, but it was what, like Oh eight, Oh nine. How, how early were you grinding it? I first started to like really record, record shit. Probably like 2006, 17 years ago. Yeah. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I knew, I just knew how to rap. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know all the other shit that goes with trying to pop a music career. You know what I'm saying? Right, yes. Plus, I didn't actually... And, you know, at that time, it was more so like you meet somebody that's like a rapper or right next to a rapper and then you rap to them on the street. Like, I didn't know nobody that actually had that type of door. You understand what I'm saying? I was just on the street rapping, going to the studio, just making my shit. You know what I'm saying? Just because I knew I was nice. You know what I'm saying? But, but you don't seem also like the kind of person who would want to roll up to someone on the street and be like, hey, can I rap for you? <laughs> you don't give that energy um, at all. You're right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like I, I wasn't that type of person, but like I would be if I had to. But you know what it is? It's like... I've been in those situations and didn't rap because in my mind, this just awkward. Cause I know like if it was the other way around and I'm just sitting there chilling with my homies, minding my business and somebody just come up and start rapping to me. Like, yo, get the fuck out of here. You understand what I'm saying? Like just awesome being a New Yorker. You get what I'm saying? It, like, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's just like, nobody wants to hear that yeah. shit. Bro, you, do you know the you amount of times Do you know the amount of times that I have like had to say no to someone wanting to rap to me and not because I didn't think they couldn't be good. I'm just like, nobody wants to get rapped to on the street because you know what it is. It's like, 
You're putting pressure on the person yes, you're rapping for. Exactly. The person that's rapping in their mind, they think if they do a good job, something is going to happen right there. <laughs> and then the person that's getting rapped too is like, yo, I really can't do anything for you right now. And you just going to spill your heart out and be like, so what next? Like, <laughs> nah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, that like, shit is so true. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Now now I'm mad we didn't record video for this interview because that alone (laughs) is an isolated moment people need to see. Because it's so true. You're putting pressure on, I don't know what I'm going to do. Even if it's great, I might not be able to do anything. So I would always say to someone, here's my email address. Just send me a song. And you'd be surprised how many people don't then follow up with the song. Because they think that's the brush off. You know what I'm saying? Because you know what it is? As as, As a person that really just came up from the dirt with this rap shit, like, they don't read the email. A lot of the times they don't. <laughs> they don't. You understand what I'm saying? Like, they don't, bro. No, there's, Trust listen, this, they're, more often than not, they're not reading the email. But, you know, they might. And I just, I just wonder, I mean, I guess there's probably been a time or two where someone got signed from just but, being like. You know what it is? It's like, I feel like with me, like, I came up through, I seen all the errors. You understand what I'm saying? I've seen, like, the Smack DVD error, and I'm like, oh, I need to get on a Smack DVD. Yep. You understand what I'm saying? I seen, like, the fucking, the showcase error or whatever, yep, where sure. people was going to the show. blog and, era? Yeah, the blog era. I seen the social media error. You understand what I'm saying? And I felt like I had to adapt through all of that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I really had to adapt through all of that. So it was like, at this point. So when did it actually connect? What what actually connected first? Like where um, where momentum started actually? Because like you get, I put it like this: like it's it's it was two momentums going on at the same time. hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Because like in the streets, like. I was known for just like all the, like the rap circuit, just as far as like the downtown LES, the Brooklyn, you understand what I'm saying? All that shit. Like I was doing all of those shows. You get what I'm saying? I was known just there. You understand what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, everybody that knows you there, it's not really going to take you further than that. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Because everybody's either trying to do the same thing as you. So they acknowledge you, they respect you, but they may not put you in a position to get higher than them or then other people know you, they admire you, they respect you, but they can't really do shit. And then other people know you, admire you, respect you. They put you in positions, but it doesn't get you over the hump. You understand what I'm saying? So the local shit, I had that. You understand what I'm saying? But at that time, it was like, okay, I'm still making this type of music. But then it was like everybody's making the, the club type of sound. You understand what I'm saying? The, the bouncy, the trap, whatever, like all that type of the strip club shit, all that. So it was like people respected what I was doing and I felt like nobody was really making that type of shit or I just wasn't tapped into that wave. So then like somehow I was just like, I found out about this underground rap shit. You understand what I'm saying? Like I found out about Griselda and all of that. Like, you know, that was through the blogs. You get what I'm saying? Like, so this is late blog era. Yeah, kinda. so it's like 2016, 17. Right. Because mind you, I'm trying to get on the blogs. I don't know how to get on the blogs. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. But I'm trying to get on them shits. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm just on them all the time researching, and I keep seeing this Griselda shit. What is this? What is this Griselda shit? So I'm like, you know what? Let me listen to it, because they just raving all over the place about this shit, and I don't know what it is. You know what I'm saying? So let me listen. I'm like, okay, the first song I heard, I didn't, I didn't get it. I'm like, okay, they're rapping, but it's slow. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. rap like that, but my shit is kind of faster paced. So I'm like, okay. I'm all right, like, let me listen again. I kept hearing it. I'm like, this shit is crazy. I think I might have seen um Wes and Conway perform at um at the block party. That static beat throwing mm-hmm. in Bushwick, mm-hmm. the Bushwick Collective shit. I seen them rap one time. I'm like, oh, who the fuck are they? You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't actually connect it. You didn't put it together. Yeah, I didn't put it together, but I was blown away. I'm like, oh, these motherfuckers are hard. Like, oh, shit. I'm like, okay, now I looked them up again. I'm like, oh, nah, this is the shit? 
I played it one more time. Oh, this is nuts. This is wild. You understand what I'm saying? So then (laughs) just letting it play straight through, like it's playing all the other underground rap artists. You understand what I'm saying? That's how I found about the Hus Kingpin. That's how I found out about like the Crime Apple, the motherfucking, um, even Rock Marcy. Like I heard his name too, but I never really super duper tapped into his shit. I heard about, I'm like, oh, damn, this shit is nuts. I'm like, you know what? On Twitter, I see it all like they're just, it's like a do-it-yourself type of rap shit. I'm like, okay, I could do this too. Wow. And so at this point though, so at this point though, you're still fully on the outside of that looking in. Yes, but I'm making the same type of music. I just didn't have the right place to put it. But there are people, but there are people out there right now watching your shit on the outside being like, I could do this. And that's the same spot you were in. Yeah. Because I'm like releasing shit. You know what I'm saying? But by the way, I appreciate your honesty on Twitter. When people try to post something where they like adjust something to one of your records, you're like, nah, this shit is ass. Don't put this out. Yeah. Because (laughs) not to change the subject on that. No, I want to keep going, but people, you know what it is? It's like, all right, a, a bar is four beats. Sometimes I might start the rap on the third beat of the bar. So when people are trying to like remix my shit, they're putting that rhyme on the first beat and it's totally off from the beginning. And so you're like, you missed the point of the whole but thing it's altogether. Like, I feel like they don't even hear it, but it's like, it's so blatant that it's off beat, but they just let it ride. Well, I mean, not everyone's a professional. All right. So, so at this point okay. now you're on the outside yes. just being like, yo, this is cool. All right. I'm seeing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what are you doing with your music at All that right, time? So, at this time, I'm just releasing stuff on SoundCloud. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm releasing, like, albums on SoundCloud. I had um this tape called uh, Rolling Stone. Then I did Work on the Arm. And then I did um this this tape called I've Been Through Mad Shit with my homeboy, um Complex Productions. I'm still putting these out. These are the time I'm putting it on TuneCore. And I'm just, like, releasing it to just the people who know me. Like, okay, putting it on... SoundCloud at first the first tape I ever put on iTunes was I've been through mad shit. That's 2016. So like during that time, that's when I'm finding out about this underground wave. I'm like, oh, I could do this too. So I'm like, you know what? I don't know any of the rappers, but I'm like, yo, these beats are hard. You know what I'm saying? And I'm nice. Like at this point, I feel still like I'm the nicest rapper in New York City at that point. Like, right. Cause I don't know anybody that raps like I rap as good as me. Like, when I meet them in first phase, everybody who I meet at this point, and mind you, I've, I have been doing stuff with math from Wu-Tang, so I was already in my head like, yeah, I'm... I'm I've met a lot of like, people, yeah. and I seem to be better every time we get yes, to it. Yes, you understand what I'm saying? I'm, I'm out of here as far as, like, how I feel, how good I rap. You understand what I'm saying? So now it's like, all right, let me reach out to these producers. I felt like the first producer I probably... Mind you, boom, this is another thing. I ended up going to the studio one time with my homeboy Shaz. You understand what I'm saying? This is, it's like so many, it's like a spider web of ways that this connected for me. Cause it's I crazy. was doing so much things at the same time, putting my energy in so many different places. You know what I'm saying? You put energy out, you get it back. You understand what I'm saying? So I got a lot of stuff going for me at this time. You understand what I'm Believe saying? me, I identify with you this uh, method of hustle. Like, even before this, you know, and I'm in the street hustling. So like I'm, I'm just in the mix. You get what I'm saying? So then at this time, I'm finding out about this Griselda shit. My homeboy Shaz is like, yo, come to the studio. Come to the studio. I'm like, all right, go to the studio. He takes me to um, Jay Ronan's crib or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar no, with I'm yeah, not Jay, Jay Ronan. Okay. Sure. So Shout he takes me over to Jay Ronan's crib, right? This is real New York underground yeah, shit. Yeah, for real. For Jay real. Ronan was a cat, a producer and DJ who was sending me records. When I first got up here, got on the radio, Kind of like the way I am with Mark now. Mm-hmm. Ronan was sending me records early. He'd be like, you should mm-hmm. fuck with this. You should fuck with that. Yeah, he's always had his ear to the street. So this is another way it happened. Mind you, there's things happening a bunch of different, you know what I mean? Every day something else is happening with this music shit. This is just one entry point. Right, right, right. There's other things that happen that I'm probably missing, but this is like one pivotal moment. Right? Okay. So um, takes me to Jay Ronan crib. So we sit in there. I'm like, oh. I need some bud. So then he's like, oh, my homeboy Monk just got some bud. I'm like, Monk? Who, who Monk? And he's like, yeah, Camouflage Monk. Monk Griselda. I'm like, what? Y'all was just listening to this shit. Mind you, this is when I'm just finding out about this Griselda stuff. So I'm like, Camouflage Monk? Oh, he the producer from Griselda? All right, cool. So then he comes through. We over there chilling, chopping it up. I'm like, girl, I rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me get some beats. 
know what I'm saying? I'll buy the beats off you. you know what I'm saying, mind you, I wasn't even buying beats at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, but to start the conversation, you yeah, were just nah, like, we talking about we just regular, you know what I'm saying? And we just talking about rap. And then I rapped the verse with Shaz. He's like, yo, he, son is nice. I'm like, all right, cool. Before I left, I'm like, yo, I mean, I mean, get your info. Let me get some beats. Da, 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 da. So we chopped it up. I got a beat off him. You understand what I'm saying? Mind you, I'm making, I'm making the music now. You understand what I'm saying? After I found out about this, the underground shit, you know what I'm saying? Like I start following the producers, you know what I mean? Just having conversation. That's how I'm at Farmer Beats. Like all the producers who are making the ill shit for all the rappers, I'm reaching out to them. You understand what I'm saying? Trying to just buy the beats and then I'm letting them hear my shit and they're like, yo, here, just take them. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Right, because they're they're used to so yeah. many people who can't rap wanting their yeah, shit anyway, and here's someone that's actually complimentary to their beats. You understand? In my mind, like I'm a cat from the street just trying to get my shit off. I'm looking at this like this is like a I'm looking at them like they're lit. You understand what I'm saying? But they're just like me in a sense. Yeah, basically. They're one notch ahead of you. Yeah. <laughs> but in my mind, I don't know that it's so like close to the ground. Right, right. You understand? Because right. mind you, at this time, like, Griselda's not even releasing shit on streaming. You understand? I mean, on, like, Apple, they, they still on SoundCloud. You understand what I'm saying? Like, all of this, this, this underground shit is still not it's even still being streamed. Yes. You, it's being sold on Bandcamp. Yes. Even Westside Guns releasing his shit on Bandcamp. Yeah, and then limited, and limited physical yeah, yeah, shit, right? Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, okay. So then, um, I end up doing, like, you know, connecting with Monk. I did a joint. I put this album together called Streets Keep Calling Me. At this time, um, who reached out to me? I think it was, um, it might have been, like, Danielson or one of them. Matter of fact, no, Sauce Heist reached out to me because he was doing stuff with um, Camouflage Monk. You understand what I'm saying? Mind you, I'm still just connecting with the producers. So at this time, um, he's, he's, he did a show. At um, he did, he was doing this show in in Jersey with Crime Apple and Daniel Son and all okay, of that. You okay. understand yep. what I'm saying? So then he's like, "Yo, pull up." He's like, "Yo, you could perform a joint." And mind you, at this time, I had done a joint with Sadu Gold. You okay, shout to Sadu Gold. I'm kind of like you know, I'm I'm moving around. So then I go do this show. I killed the show. All I did was one song, but then. It was lit, you know what I'm saying? Like, at this time, that's when I met um, Sun Low. He's, like, one of the lit guys for the... He's, like, one of the head of, like, a polo crew called Ayak, you know what I'm saying? I met him. So now, like, at this time, I killed the show, and I met Future Wave. All these producers, they're like, yo, let's do something. Let's do stuff. Everybody wants to do shit. So now I just start, you know... Collab and making songs with motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Just were you sensing it around? Were you sensing? You know were you sensing momentum? Like, all yeah, right, yeah, this is yeah. going the right direction. Yeah, of course, because I'm saying I, I felt like before that I always had momentum in a, in a sense. Like okay, the, the people in the city knew me. I just needed to figure out how to maneuver it more on the internet. So once I found out about the underground rap and the band camp and all that shit, and okay, I'm seeing all these fans. You understand what I'm saying? Like, how do I make shit that these fans want to fuck with? Right. They exist. Yeah. I'm making music. Exactly. But at this point, I mean, I have to assume at this point, though, you've basically made at that time no money for music. No, nah, I wasn't. I, I made no money. It's got to be an overall L. I mean, a, a, probably a considerable L. Because Trips you made, weed you gave away, like you added all up. You were not making shit. Of course. But you know what? At that point, it wasn't bothering me because I was making money regardless. Right. And this was all part saying? of a plan. Yeah. At that point, my quest was just to get people to fuck with me. You and I just wanted to get people to know who I am outside of my realm. You understand what I'm saying? So, like, I didn't even know that people were making money off of this <laughs> until I found out about, you understand what I'm saying? Because in my mind, like, everybody on the blogs is, like, hooked up to, like, they're signed to something. Whether they got a production deal, whether they have all these little deals that you could get that's not a super-duper record deal that puts a big bag in your pocket. You understand what I'm saying? But it'll get you, like publicity, marketing, all that type of shit. So everybody who I see is doing that, I feel like 
they connected because I understood the connections at that point. I just didn't have them. Or if I did have them, they wasn't they wasn't connecting right because people didn't know what to do with me. It was always, oh, make this type of song. You gotta make this type of club song. Oh, you understand? Did you did you make did you make any whack uh, uh, club records at that time? Um, I was making club records in a sense, but they wasn't whack. They were still ringing off because I understood performance at that time. But I they was, were but they were leaning towards attempting to be like uh, yeah commercial yeah but. They was catching on, you understand? Because I was performing at lit spots, like underground spots, like the flat and all these type of places in the city. So I kind of knew what the crowd wanted as far as like performing my shit. So look, at that time when I did that first show with the underground, I was already seasoned with the performance. Everybody on the stage, that was their first show. So I did one song and it was like, oh, who the fuck is that? Then I got all the fans in there. That's a key right there. That's a key. Because you were getting on in these clubs, yes. performing for people who were trying to party. Yes. And you had and to learn how to rock for the people who wanted yes. to party. And they didn't know the song initially when you play it. You got to grab them with yes. the performance. So I, I, was, I, was, I already had that by the time I did that. So I stood out with that. You understand what I'm saying? So that got me the fans. You understand what I'm saying? Then I did started doing the collabs with the rappers that already had the fans. You know what I'm saying? Like the Daniel Sons or doing stuff with like Smooth and all them. You know what I'm saying? Like Smooth well, Hotskeeping from Long yeah, Island. Yeah, hell yeah. Once I hopped on songs with all of them guys, it was like, oh shit, who is this Rome Streets guy? So then I'm like, okay, I see where it's going now. I know how to just like hustle my shit. If I if I look at it like it's it's some drugs, like I'm the product. All I gotta do is just give it to the people that want it. Now right. I know who wants it. Now I'm gonna give them something. So now it's like, all right, then I did um the first thing I did was the Noise Candy. Noise Candy won. And it was crazy because I got that from a thing that had nothing to do with this underground rap shit. You understand what I'm saying? That's, it was this thing called Dinnerland. You understand what I'm saying? And that, that's a, um, it's just like a promotional thing that was just out in, just in the streets. You know what I'm saying? It has nothing to do with your rapping. No, it did, but... It wasn't connected to the underground. World oh, oh, to that, that part that you were in. trying to get. Okay, 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 okay. It was like a, a contest on Twitter. Like, okay, put up your latest song. And if you get the most views or if you get the most votes, you get free studio time. Got it. You so you were just taking, it's just you taking another swing. Yeah. So a different swing. I did that with the song that I did with Camouflage Monk and Riggs. You know what I'm saying? I put that video. Oh, Riggs was that. on that record too? Yeah, because I found Riggs. On Facebook, you know what I'm saying? I'm wow. like, oh, this is hard. You know what I'm saying? Riggs is hard. So that was the first song me and Riggs did. And I kind of put him on to this underground wave too. You know what I'm saying? Because he's like somebody who was like me, just doing shit, but didn't really, you know what I mean? So I did that, won the contest, got the uh, studio time, and then I had like four hours. I did the whole Noise Candy one in there and then just put it out because at that point I had like a buzz from the underground rap fans. Put it out and it was lit. Like, oh, you know what I mean? It kind of started buzzing. How did you put that out? I put it out on SoundCloud. Got it. But you know what I Free? did? Yeah. But you know what it was? Like, I had like a little marketing play. I'm like, you know what? As far as like the cover, I know like album covers are really like the thing that grab you. You understand what I'm saying? So it was like the noise candy. The first one was like a, it was like a, um, a guy, he had like a mountain of snow, like, actual snow and he had like a long it looked like a long light bulb and he was like he was sniffing it made that the cover it went crazy boom you know what I'm saying just went nuts was got I see myself getting a lot of fans from that so then the next thing I did was street pharmacy with farmer beats you know what I'm saying cuz at that time farmer had a, a buzz too you know what I'm saying cuz he was doing stuff with um he did stuff with like Mark Hami and all that you know what I'm saying so he was lit with that. So I'm like, all right. He ended up, we ended up connecting. I'm like, you know, let me do a whole album. Street Pharmacy. That went off too. That SoundCloud too? Nah. At that point, that was when I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make a band camp. Okay. That's where all the money was at. At Got that it. point, I seen like, that was when, you know, people selling CDs for $40, the download for 30 bucks, and they selling two, 300 copies. I'm like, oh, word. All right, let me just try my hand at it. You know what I'm saying? I made a band camp. I said, yo, this is the band camp page. 
This first day, I had 100 followers, and it just started growing, growing. I'm like, okay, boom, let me release something. So I did Street Pharmacy. And it's crazy because I put the CDs in, like, uh, the bag for the piss test at probation. I sold them shits for $50 on the Bandcamp site, and all of them went crazy. I'm like, oh, I got a following. I got people that's actually going to buy the music. For $50? Yeah, CD. You understand what I'm saying? And then At a time in which CDs were already dead. Exactly. It's not like this was the CD exactly. era. Exactly. And then, you know, at that time, I wanted a vinyl deal. I wasn't getting no vinyl deals. You understand what I'm saying? I was like, you know what? I'm going to figure out how to make my own vinyl. So then I did my own vinyls. Put my own money up. Boom. How many did you make? A hundred. And what'd you charge for those? Uh, hold on. Rewind. The CD was 40 bucks. Okay. The OBI strip in the bag was 50. You know what I'm saying? I think the vinyl, I might've sold it for like 60, but I sold all of them. You understand what I'm saying? Starts adding up to a little bit of money. Yes. And then on top of that, I got a vinyl deal. You and it's from the label that I wanted to in the beginning because they're like, oh, this Rome Street kid is, is lit. And who was that? Uh, Fuck Rap. Okay. You know what I'm saying? They gave me another vinyl deal. So I'm like, okay, now I can make money off of this. Right. I got people who are willing to now do handling. Now I'm making money off of this. It's running up. You understand what I'm saying? So I just started going ham. The next thing I did was um, head crack with Future Wave because we had met at the show. You understand what I'm saying? We did that. That went crazy through the roof. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm a rapper now. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and what year is that? So what year is that? That was um like 2018. That was like 2018. You understand what I'm saying? So it was like 2016, I put out that first tape, and then I found out about the underground wave, and then I'm like, okay. I just started to build it. And then by 18, you're a so, few projects in. Yeah, by 18, that's when I dropped the joint where it was like, okay, now I know how to make bread. This is money in my pocket now, for real. But, this, but it's crazy because you're still at that time four years away from dropping what essentially felt like your real world debut album. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. Because at that time, it was the internet. Like I had the internet shit popping, but... That underground wave wasn't like in the street wave. You understand what I'm saying? No, I do. So at that time, the only people that was really like doing shows was like Rock Marcy, Griselda. So I'm like, okay, how do I get? So I now start going to the shows. And you understand what I'm saying? But I'm in the crowd. Like, how do I get on the stage? You understand what I'm it's a huge, it's a huge and important delineation. So boom, I'm like, yo, how do I get on the stage? So at that particular time, the music is spinning. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing Shade 45. You understand what I'm saying? I did a freestyle because at that show I met DJ Eclipse, but how do I get on the stage? Okay. So I guess like somehow after the show, I met Rock Marcy and I'm like, yo, no, 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 I'm Rome Streets. He's like, yeah, I know who you are. I'm like, oh, I am. He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay. We're getting close. <laughs> yeah, we're we moving now. We're moving. So then, um, you know, like I'm moving around one of my homies. You know what I'm saying? He's like acting as my manager or shit. One of my, my homies, Sean or whatever. I'm like, all right, how do I get on stage? So then, I don't know. I must have got on a show where, um, like Benny was doing a show in like Wine Dance, deep in Long Island. Like, yeah, you want to perform? You can come out. I'm like, oh, shit. All right, bet. We this, out. This is crazy. <laughs> Hold on. This is 2018, 19. Yeah, the, his, and, Benny's and, first show. And when he did that first tour, the Butcher Coming, whatever. His first tour. He did a show in Wine Dance? Yeah, on Amityville. One of them. Oof. Deep. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Deep. Who else on that show? You remember? Uh, Benny. Matter of fact, you know how I got on that show? My homie Schemes. My homie Schemes from Elmont. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He was like, yo, he was performing. He's like, yo, Rome, if you want to rock, pull up. I'm like, all right, bet. We in there. So then I goes there. And mind you, that same time, my homie who's driving me there, that's when I met Tech. He brings Tech to my crib. 
know what I'm saying? We drive over there. That's the first time I met Tech from Smith & Wesson. So now, you know what I'm saying? We there, I perform. Tech is like, oh, he fucking with me. So now certain things moving with Smith & Wesson, he's like, yeah, come through. Now I start another, fucking with Tech. And that's yeah, another yeah, yeah. lane. That's another lane. You understand what I'm saying? So now I'm moving around with Tech. Da, 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 da. I think I did... Um, the Duck Down Barbecue that year. Okay, You perfect. understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, I'm with Brownsville. And that same day when I met Westside Gun for the first time. Wow. You understand what I'm saying? Because he was tech, he's with Tech in the back. That's when I met Westside Gun for the first time. That's when I met, um, I think, yeah, that's when I met Benny for the first time. And that's when I met A.A. Rashid. You understand what I'm saying? But it was quick to the point where I don't even think they remember. You understand? Right, 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 right. But right. then, you know, you know how that happens, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that was the first time I met Wes. You understand what I'm saying? So then, boom. I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, yeah, shit is moving. Shit is lit for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I, I know I can make money off of rap. Like, I can pay my rent and I can... Do whatever I want off a of rap. You understand are you saying? doing that yet? Or you just now have the ability to know you can? If you stay at it, you will be able to. Yes, I was doing it. Okay. I was putting out music. You know enough enough was, to bring in. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I was selling 100 CDs for 50 bucks. There you go. That's five bands. That's five bands right there, yes. ladies and gentlemen. That's enough to pay my rent. Yeah. Where are you living in time? In Brooklyn? Yeah, I'm living in East New York. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, that might pay your rent for a few months. Of course. You understand? Because I'm living in the hood. Right. You could be be half the year. Exactly. That's where I've been living. You understand what I'm saying? But, you know, I was doing my thing, so I had bread. So now this is more money. This is other money that I can use. And a pivotal thing at that time is I had caught a case. I thought I was going to jail. You understand what I'm saying? So, So I'm going back and forth to court. So at this time, I'm feeling like this rap shit is my, like, I'm putting my all into it. You understand what I'm saying? When I did Street Pharmacy and that Noise Candy one, I was going back and forth to court like, damn, I'm finally getting some traction. I could finally da-da-da-da-da with it, but I might have to go away. So this shit might got to be, like, the illest shit I ever did. So then in the midst of that, I didn't beat the case, but I didn't necessarily have to go to jail. Like... I had to do like a program, but I had to do it for like a year. But I had to stay out of trouble. Only thing I could do was rap. You so now, now you're not even gonna do weed. You're I like, couldn't even smoke weed. I couldn't, couldn't even do smoke nothing. Because if they call you, if they bring you in, Bro, it's a rap. I had to go to court every month, and I had to go to this program five days a week, and I had to go piss in the program three times a week, and piss in the court, and see the judge. I couldn't do nothing. You understand? What was, what was the program? But the crazy thing is, I was still doing shit because I had to, I had to maneuver. But I had to focus on rap. It was a drug program. Like I had to sit in there with a bunch of like crackheads, dope fiends, and really sit in the fucking the meetings for hours and talk shit. Did it was it was any of it useful for you, or it was um, it all killing time? It was time? cool because one of my other homies was in there too. Like one, of, you know what I mean? I knew somebody just from outside the street. He was in there, so we had to like I can say it now, but like I got caught with some drugs, and I had to tell them that I used the shit. You understand what I'm saying? So they had me in the program with the drug users and shit. But one of my other homies that I knew was in there, so we was cool. You know what I'm saying? Right, got it. So yeah. you didn't actually have a drug pro problem, no. but you were in a drug program for people yes. who have a drug problem. Yes, got it. You're gonna because I just know how to finesse things. You know but I'm sure that probably provided some valuable insight. Yes, because I had, of course, of course. But um, all that did was give me all the time in the world to focus on music. You understand what I'm saying? So at this time, I put out Street Pharmacy. You know what I'm saying? Then we did Head Crack. Then I did Noise Candy 2. Then I did Noise Candy 3. That's when I did 96 Naughty and all of that. Mm. That's when shit started to really jump. You understand what I'm saying? So I think that's like 19, 2019. Because I caught that case like, I caught the case in October 2017. I was going to court until like the summer 2018. Then I had to do the program for the year. So... From like March 2018 to like March 2019, I had to really just like, you know what I mean? Focus. 
And that's what I did. And then that's when I made Noise Candy 2, Noise Candy 3, and shit was lit after that. After that, 96 Naughty came out, shit was popping because at that same time, that's when Mark started to do the top shelf shit. Like, all the underground shit started to boom because Griselda started to get bigger and it was like a vacuum. You understand yep. what I'm saying? So then, you know, Mark started to do the top shelf shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy because I had met Mark years ago. You understand what I'm saying? After when I won one of them contests and shit, I'm like, oh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Just connecting. So when he started to do that, I'm like, oh, okay, I need to get on that. You understand what I'm saying? Then you started to play like all the underground wave. I'm like, oh, shit, I need to get on it. You understand what I'm saying? But at that time, the underground shit was really flourishing. You understand what I'm saying? So at that time, you know what I'm saying? Just the way I felt, I'm like, you know, you a rapper. You got your chest out. Like, I felt like I was kicking ass. Like, I was, I was the hardest one out of everybody. So it was like, once you started playing, I'm like, oh, they're not playing no Rome Streets. I'm like, how the fuck they not playing Rome Streets? You know what I'm saying? So that's what I was like, oh, Rosenberg not playing it. I'm from New York. Oh, I forgot. You got mad at me, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, that was that I time. Forgot. I forgot about that. I forgot. Yo, I literally forgot that that happened. I remember now yeah. when Mark, I think, I think remember when you came up the first time, Mark was like, Hey, uh, you know, sometime Rome got frustrated sometime and he says some shit about you, but, but don't worry about it. He was just frustrated. And I remember I looked at it. I, I could tell what it was. I knew it was benign. I was like, all right, whatever. And, yeah, um, it, okay. That, this is perfect. But and then what was the, do you remember, do you remember the first record I started it playing? It was 96 Naughty. It was 96 it Naughty. Was, okay. Yeah. It was that time because. That was like, that was booming. You understand what I'm saying? Like, at that particular time, everybody was just talking about Griselda and Rock Marcy. You understand what I'm saying? Other, everybody else could, and, and Mark Homie and all that. You understand what I'm saying? So everybody else, you know what I'm saying? We wasn't really getting those type of looks. You understand what I'm saying? So when 96 Naughty came out, it was like a song that people were singing, like, no other underground, nobody really had a song people were singing besides West Side Gun. Right. Once he had that, oh, I'm a legend. You understand what I'm saying? Like, people were singing that 96 noise shit. I'm like, what the? Oh, this is crazy. So at that particular time, that shit was booming, booming, booming for me. You understand? So once you started doing the radio stuff, playing all that shit, I'm like, yo, they're not playing 96 Naughty. Everybody's like, yo, they need to play Rome Streets. How did that the day? Everybody's tagging me in it. Like, yo, why is Rome Streets not on this Hot 97 radio? I'm like, yo, I'm getting... T-. The reason why I started tweaking on Twitter because I was getting tired of getting tagged in it. And I'm like, yo, like... That's always how it is, by the way. It's always everybody me? hitting someone up and gassing. Yeah, like, yo, this is that bullshit. I was but it worked. tight. But it worked. Because at the same time, I knew Mark, too. And right. he was doing all of the shows, and I wasn't on the shows. I'm like, yo, bro, like, I've known you for mad long. Like, So how did, that, how, did, how did that change? You know did you just, like, get run into um, him? At that particular time, like, at that particular time, I just felt like I was kind of, like, just have the Debo stuff. Like, if they're not giving me these looks, I got to take them. You <laughs> understand what I'm saying? Like, no matter how I'm going to get on the stage to show what I got, I'm going to do it. Whether it's I got to come out on somebody else's set or, you know, like even with the duck down barbecue, it was Smith and Wesson going normal. It was like, all right, cool. We're not coming out till three minutes. It's like, yo, wrong. yo, let me come out. It's like, wrong. you want to rock with the girl? I got the song right here. It's like, all right, go ahead. Boom. Boom. Did it, right? They were dug down bar. At that time, that was like one of the biggest stages I ever rapped on. But then people was like, yo, who the hell is that? Got mad fans from that. You understand what I'm saying? Then I started... You know, the duck down head was like, oh, shit, Rome Street guy is nasty. So anytime they were doing stuff, they calling me. You understand what I'm saying? But that had nothing to do with this underground way. Right, right, right. The only connection from that to that was tech and West Side Gun knowing each other. Right. You understand what I'm saying? And then now it's me. So it's like, once you start playing the radio stuff, I'm like, ah, yeah, I need to get on. So I'm like, oh, how am I going to get on? And then Mark was doing a show. Who put me on that show? I think, because I'm like, damn, I'm hitting a mark. Like, yo, how do I get on that show? He's like, yo, this book, everybody got it. I'm like, ah. I'm like, yo. I hit a flea lord. I'm like, yo, you got a slide. He's like, yo, you want to rock? I'm like, hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? So flea lord put yeah, you on flea the show. Flea lord put me on the top shelf. You know what I'm saying? That's when I did um 96 Naughty for the first time, like in front of the crowd. 
they was going nuts because they all knew like the whole backstory behind like, yeah, Rome Street need to be on. It was like a thing. So then Mark sees you was like, oh, this just this just guy's good. You know what I'm saying, but look what happened after that. That's when I met DJ Muggs for the first time. Wow. You understand what I'm saying? Because, you know, at that time, that's when Muggs started doing the, you know what I mean, the albums with the underground heads. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, I need to get on the DJ Muggs. You understand what I'm saying? And then I met him. And then somehow on Twitter, he's just wearing my hat. I'm like, how the hell did he get the damn hat? I'm like, oh, Muggs is fucking with me. I'm like, all right. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, so like... Everything kind of just happened. Boom, boom, boom. So then, you know, I saw Muggs again at a Griselda show because now I'm backstage now. So somehow uh-huh. I just maneuvered backstage. Wow, you went all the way from in the crowd to backstage. <laughs> this is, by the way, a critical, critical thing. So now I'm backstage now. You understand what I'm saying? I meet Muggs again. Da, 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 da. You understand what I'm saying? Then, um... I hit mugs one time, you know what I'm saying? I just DM'd them because I think it was like around Christmas. I'm like, you know, I was just like, yo, I'm so Merry Christmas, bro. Because at this time, I'm like, you know what? A lot of stuff is happening just because I'm kind of not afraid to just DM somebody who I think is on a higher level than me. You know what I'm saying? So I just. By the way, is a great. I have, yeah, a, I have like, a lot of negative things to say about the Internet. That's a great thing. Because it gives you the option to approach someone without doing yeah. what we said at the beginning of this conversation about annoying them in the street and be like, yo, can I rap for you? Yeah, exactly. It gives you enough distance where you're not annoying, but you can make contact and they can click your shit and check out if you're good or legit or whatever. Exactly. And it's just about how you word it. But it's funny because at that time, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I was doing my thing with the rap, you know what I'm saying? But you know, Sometimes you don't really know how it looks from the outside. Right. So it's like, you might really think you're smaller than you really are. Like, so it's like, shit, I didn't really know how far my waves was going. So I was throwing this shot in the dark, thinking it's a shot in the dark. And people like, oh, you wrong street? Yeah, it's yeah. a layup. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, like I just DM mugs like, oh, yo, good to meet you, bro. Da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Just greetings or whatever he's like yo for sure man i love your shit da, 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 da. he's like yo if you got time i want to i want to get you on my album i'm like hell yeah i got time like i got all the time in the world to do some shit with dj mugs like <laughs> what you know what i'm saying wow. so then so then you end up on this album with all these people on it no so listen then he he wanted to get me on an album he sends me like a pack probably like five beats so i'm like all right but in my mind, I'm like, listen, man, like I, at that particular time, I was just deboing opportunities. So I'm like, yo, he sent me five beats. I'm going to record over all them shit. <laughs> Sends it back to him. He's like, oh, shit. This is crazy. Sends me some more. I'm like, all right. Rapped to all of them. He's like, all right, yo, we need to make an album. <laughs> so we start rapping. He's like, yo, come to L.A. Go to L.A., rap on more beats. Had you, had you done any trips to L.A. prior to that? No. That was probably my first time going to L.A. Wow. You know what I'm saying? You must have been. I know that feeling. Yeah. That, I know that feel. That first time you land to LAX and you walk out and you're like, oh, shit. L.A., L.A. No, matter of fact, no. The first time I went to L.A., I didn't see Muggs. I didn't. We were supposed to link up, but then, like, COVID happened. Like, literally COVID happened. As you happened got there? While we were in L.A. So it was like, whoop. Shut down. Wow. But the ill thing is, I'm recording at the crib. So he's sending me stuff. I'm making most of the album. I did it in my crib. I'm trying to figure out every single way where I can make this make the most money. I don't want to pay for studio no more. Get this right here in the crib. So now I'm recording the crib, banging out music every day. You understand what I'm saying? So Muggs is sending me mad beats. Boom, 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 boom. You know what I mean? COVID is happening. COVID, da, 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 da. COVID is like almost done. That's when I did the tour, I think. First time I did the tour. You know what I'm saying? And then it just started going crazy, bro. I, I linked with Muggs. We did the album, put it out, and that's when shit started going crazy. The Muggs album really changed everything. And then Gun reached out to you? At that particular time, I met Wes again. You know what I'm saying? I think, yeah, like before or during that time he put the album out, I met Wes in LES. Like, 
Because Coach was throwing these parties called community service. You know what I'm Coach Bombay. Yes, Coach Bombay 3000. <laughs> he was throwing these parties in LES called community service. This has nothing to do with this underground rap stuff. Just a random This party. is New York underground party scene. But it's like the scene. You know, everybody, it's like a scene in the New York City where it's like, you know, it's the rappers, the models, everybody who's just outside at night. The fashionistas, all that shit that go to all the parties. The not the underground rap. Nah, not the underground rap, the New York underground. Is is a different underground rap is the world. You know what I mean whoever's involved in it from whatever random. There's people from Nebraska that's in underground rap, but they're not in New York. Right at, at the underground party. Yeah, at right. the underground party. You know what I'm saying? So we outside. West Side Gun just pops up. Boop. We chilling. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh. oh, oh. I think again, I tried to like, yo, I'm wrong streets. Like, bro, I know who you are. Like, yo, your shit is fire. Like, I heard that shit, that 96 Naughty. No, no, no. It's like, I heard a DJ Premier playing it. I'm like, that 96 Naughty shit is really like a, it's a hit. You understand what I'm saying? Because everybody is talking about that song. I'm performing it. The crowd's singing it. I'm like, oh, shit, I got something. And mind you, in my mind, it's like, it's a one up. Because at this time, you know, before all of this, everybody's like, yo, you need to make this type of song. And ah. All these people that are telling me to do that, they ain't doing this right here. You understand? They still trying to figure out that one song. And this is how many years later. So it's like, all right, I got it figured out. You understand what I'm saying? I'm on the way to figuring this all the way out. Mind you, they playing my shit on High 97, J45, da 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 People don't even, they trying to figure out how I'm doing this. The regular people in the hood that's trying to do rap, they're trying to figure out how the hell I'm doing this. As, <laughs> yes, it's a crazy story, bro. I've seen a million people try. They're like, oh no, you got to get this record. And it ended up just being that you just did you and followed your instinct repeatedly. Yeah. And, you know, it seems like you managed to be a mix of persistent and not annoying, which I have to tell you, may be a but tougher art. That may be a tougher art than the music. Nah, of course it is. Because nobody wants annoying, but I do need to remember who you are. Yeah, yeah, That yeah, balance yeah. is... You got to make an impression. Yo, the line between someone <laughs> I really fuck with and Bugaboo is like this thin. You oh, know what I mean? It gets crazy. It gets crazy. You know what I'm saying? So, boom. I met Wes. You know what I'm saying? Like, officially Right, that now, now, now you know Wes. Now, yeah. yeah, now I know Wes. I got his phone number. All that. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram. Oh, nah, nah, because he don't follow nobody. <laughs> follow me on Twitter. Da, 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 da. So then, probably, yeah, this is during COVID. This is still during COVID. He's throwing parties low key during, on, during COVID somehow. Westside Gun, he just DM'd me one day. I'm in the crib. Me and Sauce is chilling in the crib. I just randomly go on Twitter. I see the DM. West sent me a DM like, yo, I got a joint for you. Where you at? I'm like, all right, I'm right here. Send it. He sent the joint. Mind you, the mic is right here. Which song is this? This is um, Steve Burr. Mm. This is the first joint we did. This is on um, Fly God is an Awesome God. It's crazy. I'm like, all right, let's go. Walk to the store. From the store, we walk to the store. Then walk back to the store. The verse was done. Recorded it. Sent it. You know what I'm saying? He put it out. Shit started going crazy. Mind you, it was already lit. After the Muggs album, it was lit. You, you knew after the Muggs album you were going to yeah, land yeah, somewhere. Yeah, 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 because I'm really getting paid. I'm getting money for real. Now, like, by the way, how long at this point have you been working with Coach Bombay? Probably, we probably just started, really. Like, really, we just started. Yeah, probably like a year. So y'all met like pandemic yeah, I mean, time. Yeah. No, or right before, right before pandemic. I've known him for years before that. You understand what I'm saying? We just decided to do this. Got you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like when I shot, the first thing we ever did was the 96 Naughty video. You know what I'm saying? That's when he first started managing me from that video on. But I've known him for years from that. You understand? Now, I'm, here's a question. Let me ask you. Did he, just for people listening, this is valuable information. Did, you guys had known each other. He's throwing parties. You're in the downtown scene, whatever. Did he say to you at some point, like, did he have a formal conversation where he's like, hey, I'd like to be your manager. Here's my idea. Or yeah. was it like more, you know, did it just happen? All right, put it like this. Because at this point, I kind of had somebody that I was working with, but he wasn't like managing me, but 
quote unquote, you could say it, but it was just like, all right, through this whole thing, I was normally doing stuff myself. So I was used to making things happen myself. So it's like when people want to manage me, it's more so it's like, what can you do for me that I can't do for myself? Because right now I'm already on Shade 45. I'm already selling my music. I'm already, you know what I mean? I'm already busting moves. I'm already a whole rapper that's getting money off of rap. Right. So it's like, how can you take me to the yes, next level? How can you help me? So how did he frame that? So or how did you know that he could? At this point, it was just like, yo, like show and prove. You understand? I'm just like, all right, bust a play. Put me in there, you know what I mean? So we did the 96 Naughty video. I'm like, oh, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? This is already something better than I would have pulled off if I did it myself. Um, if I tried to just make this all happen. Yes, because at the end of the day, it was more orchestrated. Right. You understand what I'm saying? He had MF. You understand? That was, that's who directed it. Mind you, he won an Emmy for something. You know what I'm saying? He coming through with all sorts of big camera equipment and shit. I'm like, all right, cool. This is fly. And then we did it, and the video was lit. At that point, it was like the litest video I did. So I'm like, okay, cool. You understand what I'm saying? Before that, I'm the one putting my videos together. I'm paying for it out of my pocket. Or, you know what I mean? I'm doing all of this. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, he made it happen. And just different things, different situations. But at some point, you know did you, at some point, it did he say sense. like, hey, I'll, let me be your manager officially? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It made sense. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Because, no, at this point, he was working at Cinematic, the record label. So I'm like, With okay, shapes. it made sense. Got it. All makes it's sense. It's like, okay, all right. Like, I didn't really have, like I said, I never really had no ends to this shit. I was still just doing things on the outside. Right, and now here's a guy who actually is doing stuff with other yeah. people in the industry and is moving yeah, around. because like I said, I'm still on the underground rap side of it, like selling it on Bandcamp. Now here's a, somebody who works in a record label. So it's like, okay, here's another connection. A lot of these artists, they're not even connected to the record label. So it's like, okay, this is another connection that's something else. You know what I'm saying? This is something else. So I'm like, yeah, let's get it. Let's get it. Uh, for the people who have just heard the story of Rome Streets, what is the next thing they can look for if, if, they, if they're looking? They, well, they're going to stream everything, Kiss the Ring, all the products you just mentioned. But what's the next thing? Do you know? The next thing? Like the next, next album or something? Yeah. Is there, is, there any, is there anything out that you have on the, in the pipeline officially? Um, or is it all like Yeah, I got an album come? with Conductor. Conductor Williams. We got a whole album. That's coming out so on that's Griselda. Happening. Yeah, that's on Griselda. That's Rome Streets definite. Conductor Williams album. That's a thousand percent definite. Oof. Hell yeah. That's a lot. Conductor well, Williams, been, fresh off his Drake, whoa. his Drake placement. We've been cooking that for as long as I've been signed to Griselda. Like since I'm making Kiss the Ring, like me and Conductor have had this connection. We've been making our own music since then. Wow. So, so there's a lot like, of stuff in the stage. It hasn't really stopped. We just have a lot of music. Uh, his name is Rome Streets. If, if today is the first day you've gotten to know him, I hope you've enjoyed this story. If you're a fan already, I hope you've gotten to enjoy this thorough <laughs> version of the story. Go check the music. Great conversation. And go watch the freestyle on YouTube and all that as well. Guys, thank you. Yes, of course. Coach Bombay, thank you. Of Rome Streets, I'm sorry that we had our non-communicative Twitter beef. <laughs> you should actually it's be apologizing good, to me. Man. I forgive you. Let me nah. tell you, I forgive you for whatever sorry. you said. Sorry for, sorry for blacking out. <laughs> it wasn't a full blackout. It was straight. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for joining us.